Before we begin, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Amazon Music for partnering with us on this episode of Three Techies Banter. But you'll hear more about this later on the episode. Let's get right into today's episode. Okay, uh, ladies and ladas, I always wanted to say that actually instead of gentlemen for some reason. <laughs> so, I, uh, so we are at the fourth shots now and I hope you've liked the other three. And this is where we kind of talk about the stuff that we, we heard, we learned, we came upon and which we would like to share with you all. So I'm going to just get started and talk about some of the fun stuff that I came across. And the first thing is actually at great risk to Nilesh. So I went into Wikipedia and checked about Irish inventions and discoveries. And lo and behold, in the 14th century, they discovered whiskey. And after that, Nilesh, there is a 300-year gap. There is nothing they discovered. The next entry is the 17th century. So for 300 years, they were just whiskeying. I mean... I don't know. So that was that was a really fun fact. So I hope the Irish have a sense of humor. The, the other thing I found is that, you know, a lot of people are into very high calorie diets. So uh, so I started looking at this and lo and behold, this is actually out of a actual search. So it's not something I found. So I discovered that that is the second best use of uranium. So apparently, so one gram of uranium-235 is actually going to give you 20 billion calories. Uh, you might be super radioactive or you might become the Incredible Hulk, but you will have 20 billion calories inside you. And the third fun thing that I came across uh, before I handed over to the other two is that in 2020, and carrying Nilesh uh, from our theme of parrots and tokenization. So these are another set of five parrots in the London Zoo. So they apparently used to curse all the visitors and laugh among themselves because of which they had to be separated. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> so we don't yeah. know about that, but I, I don't know how they learned it, but I, I, I must get into this parrot behavior a little more because they seem to be very, very intelligent. They laugh at people, they abuse them, and they use tokens. So I think that's a very interesting combination. <laughs> so what did you guys learn? So let me, I'll I'll go uh, next. So it, it was a chance discovery, by the way, and I have to, I have to tell the story about the discovery part also, how I came across this uh, strange uh, fact. So uh, my wife recently traveled to the IBM HQ and Samiran, you work for IBM, so you'll know it is an Armonk, right? And, and, and uh, she, she uh, you know, when, when she was going through the immigration, I mean, very proud, first time visiting, she, she is a blue, uh, bleed blue kind of a person, uh, core IBMer. So she told the immigration guy, she said, okay, where are you going? She said, Armonk. So he said, what? <laughs> where? <laughs> so, so now she, her thought was lowered. He said, he said, Armonk? Uh, still the nothing registered. And then this guy says, uh, where is it? So she said, New York, you know, Armonk, New York. 
I mean, uh, uh, more than 100-year-old company has an HQ there, but people are not aware, strangely enough. So I started thinking that what are some of the strange uh, places that we know in India? And if I go to the immigration officer and he says, okay, where are you from? And I say, I am from Badoni or uh, Balia uh, <laughs> or Kakinada. Will he, will it register? I mean, are we more aware of our geography? Anyway, so this Armong thing led to a very strange uh, discovery that there is uh, an actress from Armong who holds the record for, uh, you know, winning an Oscar for shortest ever screen time. Okay, so that was very interesting. And I started, then I searched that, okay, and I'll give you the number, but uh, the interesting part is that uh, we all know Silence of Lambs, right? And uh, you know it because of Anthony Hopkins. But strangely enough, Anthony Hopkins just had 16 minutes of screen time in Silence of Lambs and he won an Oscar for it. So uh, it does come under, uh, you know, uh, you know, Oscars uh, won for a uh, very short uh, screen time. The uh, Before I go to the shortest, uh, I'll go to the second shortest because it is very close to our hearts. We all did Van Gogh, right? Uh, and uh, Van Gogh uh, the, uh, uh, tour. And this is uh, was given to Anthony Quinn. Uh, and uh, he, uh, it seems, I didn't even know. So your uh, Anthony Quinn was in a movie about uh, Van Gogh. And he plays Paul Gauguin, the the Paul Gauguin, the the friend of Van Gogh, uh, uh, who, who who yeah. And his role was about friend, uh, eight right, minutes. Right. It is the second shortest uh, role ever, and the shortest role is Beatrice Strait. Her role was mere five minutes and forty seconds, and she won the best supporting actor actress uh, Oscar. And even within those five minutes and 40 seconds, four of them are a single, you know, soliloquy of her character's mixed emotions. So she's just talking about how her husband cheated on her or something. And that's it. So five minutes and 40 seconds got you an Oscar award. Very interesting to know that who lost out to her, actually. Uh, this was for a movie called Network uh, uh, in 1976. So that was an interesting discovery going from Armong to... <laughs> totally. And I wonder why everybody is making three-hour movies like Hindi movies in Hollywood nowadays. I'm like, really? We used to have song and dance. At least the three hours went off. Nowadays, they're making three-hour movies in Hollywood. I'm like, Why? And then after three hours, they tell you to be continued. There is a part two. I'm like, dude, what, what were you doing? <laughs> what about the part when you have to hold on after the titles because you think something's coming? I uh, Correct. Nowadays, I started that asking is the only Marvel. also. I said that Rupi That's Kya. only Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a completely different take. You remember we were doing the fashion tech episode and... Uh, as usual, uh, so Samiran was doing all the mid-journey stuff and then I started doing some mid-journey stuff and I realized the inherent AI bias in, uh, in this, right? And the inherent AI bias was that every, so I wrote about saying create a t-shirt which uses 27,000 liters of, uh, 10 t-shirts which use 27,000 liters of water. And lo and behold, I get a man wearing a t-shirt. Okay. So here's the first bias that if you say t-shirt to mid-journey, the AI says man, not a woman. 
Then I said fashion and the chaos that fashion creates. And lo and behold, every single uh, image had a woman in it. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, obviously there is a male bias coming in over here. So let's leave it at that. So now to break that bias, I found a very, very interesting one. Did you know that men wore high heel shoes before women? So for all the nonsense that we're talking about, men actually started wearing high-heeled shoes nice, before women. Nice. <laughs> and did you know that it was Persian horseback riders, warriors actually. So it's very, very masculine. huh? Persian horseback warriors wore the extended heel for two reasons. One is it was to make sure that the foot would not slip right from the stirrup the second was it gave them better grip when they stood up to shoot arrows so they they were wearing heeled shoes for riding then it becomes even more interesting because they were wearing these heeled shoes for riding they started wearing higher heels right to make them look even taller so men and their egos happened so <laughs> originally of course it was for usage which is right but then ego came in the way and then they started competing on wearing high heels to look taller so that and because i love language and whatever etymologists believe that the term well healed which means really well to do came from this so the more well healed you were the more rich you were it became a status symbol so high heels was a status symbol for men so that's my fun bit to you guys no wonder i have never been able to horse <laughs> no i was wearing the wrong shoes correct in fact this whole pink and uh, pink and blue thing is also i was just reading up so apparently in the good old days pink was considered to be a strong color so meant for males and blue was a feminine color so i don't know where this whole pink or blue blue pink thing in advertising just switched completely around and blue became male and pink became women but yeah it's 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 all terribly confusing here but some, some sometimes i feel this uh, this color bias might even uh, be some kind of a, you know uh, gene programming because for my son i mean i have worn pink t-shirts and i don't mind at all wearing different he was just i mean right from childhood i mean we were very open for all kind of colors to be used he just he's a just a black guy he, he just wears black <laughs> he cannot cannot pick a pink or a orange color born steve jobs i think <laughs> <laughs> correct he's just influenced by some of the designers the and some of the great guys look at us three of us are in black today all black i mean what are we saying we, so we much have reasons this is how the new zealand all blacks must be feeling actually cool that so that kind of brings us to the end of this short shorts Uh, and before we go away, I thought I'll leave you with a little tip for people who uh, struggle to politely call someone stupid. So the thing, the way to put it is, wisdom has been chasing you, but you have always been faster. So thank you very much, and see you <laughs> the next time around. <laughs> bye bye.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Three Techies Banter. Just wanted to say a big thank you to Amazon Music once again for partnering with us on this episode of the podcast.